Hello, my friends. This is Brian Q. Davis broadcasting from the Sales Warrior Podcast, a conversation about dominating your marketplace without sacrificing your body, your marriage, your children, or your soul. Today's topic is this, kill lies while they're still small. Sit back and relax and let's get started. So we're here in the summer of Texas and uh, in the summertime, we get critters in Texas. I'm originally from Louisiana, so I'm familiar with critters. But um, about six weeks ago, I was here in the office working, went outside to take a little walk, came around the corner, and I looked out at our pool, and on the bottom of our pool deck, I saw a big black snake slithering, just taking his time, going across the back of our pool deck. Now, um, I have a built-in fear. I don't want to say fear. Not even a fear, an aversion or a hatred towards snakes that's really been pervasive through my family uh, because my dad, J.Q. Davis, was bitten by a water moccasin when he was nine years old and he almost died. And so uh, there's a whole story about that that, uh, that that is worth probably doing a podcast on. But for my whole life, we've we've always been, I've just there's been this aversion to snakes. Like it's been built into our family's DNA about snakes are bad. And when we see snakes, we send snakes to snake heaven real quick, and we don't wait around to find what kind of snake it is. Specifically, we're always looking for black snakes because that's what a water moccasin is. Water moccasin is a terrible snake. If you ever want to see something that's, uh, they're aggressive and they're very, very, very poisonous. Um, and <laughs> that's what been my dad. <clears throat> so obviously, whenever I see this big black snake going across our pool deck, I immediately run, grab a shovel. Fortunately, there was one nearby and dispatched the snake. Turned out it was a bull snake, so not poisonous, thankfully. Um, and that was the end of it. End of the snake, that is. But it, what, what it was the beginning of was a lie. Because as much as I may hate snakes, and as much as my family has, I mean, like, when I say our family hates snakes, like, we hate snakes like like uh, Indiana Jones hates snakes, like that level. Imagine how much Indiana Jones hates snakes times a billion, and that's how much my wife hates snakes. My story that was immediately created after killing this snake was, if I tell my wife that this size of snake and characteristic of snake was in our backyard we will have to do two things one is we will have to commit the crime of arson and literally set our own house on fire and number two we're gonna have to move out of texas like we're gonna have to move she's gonna make we'll have to move that's it Like probably really far away, at least two states away because the snake was in our backyard. So what did I decide to do? I decided to commit a lie of omission. 
I said, I'm just not going to tell her about this today. I just said, you know, this is, we don't even need to talk about this. Put the snake in a trash bag, threw it away, the end. Well, fast forward six weeks, and I found myself in a place of uh, conviction because two things happened this week. One is I had had a commitment that I had made to, uh, to a friend of ours that we were going to go on a ruck. And this particular friend has had some, she, she's been with, she's had, uh, 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 she got COVID and she's been quarantined and recovering and all these different kinds of things. And I had, I had talked to her and we said, Hey, why don't we go on a rug just to get you outside to, to get you into the fresh air? I'll go with you. We'll social, ma- you know, massively social distance and we'll go. Well, we also have some family coming in. My in-laws are coming in and uh, my wife had some, some reservations about even that possibility. And so I had, I had overcommitted to, to our friend and I couldn't, I couldn't actually make that. I couldn't actually go do the rug. And I was going to leave her a voice message about it. And I was going to say, well, sorry, I didn't follow up with you. And, um, you know, got busy. And, and I, and in that moment, I just felt this resistance to that message. I'd actually recorded the message to her to tell her why, tell her the lie of why we weren't doing the, uh, we weren't going to do the rock. And I felt resistance to it. And so I stopped and instead I called her and I said, Hey, Aaron, um, I was, you know, this is why I didn't follow up with you about the ruck. There's a concern with, you know, our in-laws coming in and so forth. Instead of the little white lie that would have been, Hey, I'm sorry, I forgot. And, uh, I got busy and, um, uh, which was, I realized it's, it's, it's hard. It seems harmless, but it's, but it's still a lie. And just like that snake, those little lies, when you let them into your world, can get bigger and bigger and bigger over time. And I noticed that. And I was like, wait a minute, wait a minute. I'm not going to let this little bitty lie of why we're not doing this ruck come into that conversation and that relationship. So I called her and I said, here's what happened. Here's the real reason. And oh yeah, by the way, I was about to lie about it, but I want you to know that I, I'm, I'm sorry that I was about to lie about this, but here's what really happened. She's very thankful. So back to the snake story. Because in that same day, I realized, oh man, there's another little lie that's made its way into the kingdom. I haven't told my wife about that damn snake. And it's been like five or six weeks. So, and it was date night. So sure, I'll tell her at date night. Um, By the way, gentlemen, here's a tip. Um, Don't, uh, don't, don't hide things from your wife ever. Don't lie. And when you have a story about a snake, don't tell the story. Don't wait until date night to tell the story. It doesn't lead to positive outcomes on your date night in most cases. So long story short, I, at date night, I said, hey, I've got, a, I've got something I've got to admit to. There's a lie of omission here. And this is what happened. Well, needless to say, my wife was ready to burn the house down and uh, fortunately we're not going to have to move. But that night it did lead to a big argument. 
And there's a whole other story about that. But the point is, is that the argument was much bigger than it would have been had I just told her six weeks ago when the thing happened. And so here's the takeaway. Small lies always grow into bigger lies. Small, like if you think, I always think about the lie, a lie as a serpent now. Like that's my visual cue. That's my visual image of what a lie is, is a serpent, a snake. And they can be little, they can be big. Little ones, here's the rule. Little ones always turn into bigger ones and they multiply. If you let one in, you can be guaranteed there's going to be another one and another one and another one and another one. So you've got to cut their heads off, just like I did that black snake that was on our back porch. You've got to cut their head off quick because it's easier to kill little lies than it is big ones. It's easier to kill them while they're small. I killed the one about the ruck with my, with my friend Aaron while it was still small. While it was about to happen, I killed it. Very easy. Less easy to kill the one that had been sitting around for six weeks, the one I'd been hiding from my wife, that there, there had been this snake. And the repercussions were bigger. Everything's cool now. But I have you consider this. Where right now in your life do you have some little lies that you let in that you need to kill? Lies that you're telling others, lies that you're telling yourself. Like, who do you need to go tell, tell right now that you lied to them? Where was your last lie? Perhaps it, when, it, when it comes to your body, you're telling yourself lies about, about where you're at and what's working and what's not working. Perhaps when it comes to your relationship with God, what lies are you telling there? Definitely in your family. Do you have lies of omission or commission that you need to cut the heads off? Just pick one. And certainly when it comes to business, and this is a longer conversation, I'm gonna do another podcast on this. If there's any, and in sales, if there's any shred of a serpent, if there's any little serpents inside of your proposal, your presentation, your outreach, your emails, you can bet that those little lies will become big lies. And it'll it'll, it'll infect the entire integrity of the way you're doing business. Don't lie. Tell the truth. These are massive revelations. But kill the little lies while they're small. And here's the thing, you gotta kill them every single day. Because as soon as you've killed all the lies and put all the truth out there, you can bet that the very next day you may find another snake slithering across the back of your porch, but it's easier to go kill him right then than it is to wait it out. That's what I got for you today, my friends. This is Brian Q. Davis signing off from the Sales Warrior Podcast, a conversation about dominating your marketplace without sacrificing your body, your marriage, your children, or your soul. Thank you so much for listening. More to come. And go check out thesaleswar.com for access to training if you want to go deeper on the principles inside of this podcast. Thank you and God bless.